Good evening and welcome to the Dr. Zeus podcast. Yes, you get one more tonight. Not three, but one more. So that's two. Um, Tonight, I promise you, we're just going to be silly observations and incidents. Um, I was watching Coyote Peterson. And he's got all these bees. He's wearing a bee beard. And all I could think was, is that how, like, Beyonce's beehive is? Does she wish that they could, like, surround her and make a bee beard, you know? I don't know. Maybe Jay-Z would like a bee beard. That's, you know, just an observation. So, yeah, um, I'm enjoying the microphone. As I said, you know, I, I really like it. Or as the late Chris Farley would say, If you like it so much, why don't you marry it? <laughs> but, you know, he was living in the van down by the river and yes um even shit happens when you party naked is aware that you know i had some fun once in a van down by the delta that's kind of like a river but you know it was it was about 10 years ago um yeah do i want to go into it not really So I was thinking, okay, you know, I don't want to do a tribute show to Joan Rivers because Joan Rivers did say some controversial shit, you know, um, yeah, a little, you know, in terms of political correctness, we're not going to count on Joan Rivers for that. Um, she did say some funny things though. I mean, uh, you know, um, (laughs) boy, George is all England needs another queen who can't dress. (laughs) <laughs> that is funny. Um, oh, here it is. Don't tell your kids you had an easy birth. Or they won't respect you. For years, I used to wake up to my daughter and say, Melissa, you ripped me to shreds. <laughs> now go back to sleep. <laughs> um, what's a funny one? She told... Oh, yeah. I love this one. She says... Now, don't don't sue me, Melissa. I'm not trying to imitate your mother. This is just kind of a, a brief tribute to Joan Rivers, whose real name was Malinsky. Um, Joan Malinsky. Um, what did she say? Oh, yeah. <laughs> now I forgot it. Shoot. Oh, yeah. She says things would have been different if we'd had Twitter. This is Amelia Earhart. Where the fuck am I? This is Rosa Parks. I'm having a good time. Uh Uh-oh, on the bus. Yeah. I know. But then, you know, you can... Some of that I can hear where she kind of borrowed from Phyllis Diller. Phyllis Diller, her jokes were old, but they were funny. I mean, I remember I was doing research one time on Phyllis Diller. And this is toward the end of her life. And she'd done this stand-up special. And she was like... She's like, don't let them the word madonna for for you the time that i start grabbing my crotch it would mean it's fallen off in my age it could you know you're old if your walker has an airbag (laughs) if your uh, turkey neck wins a, a contest and your birthday cake looks like a prairie fire you see Haley's comet go by and you go there it goes again and you can remember when fast food and you and you ran over a chicken yeah that's you know so a lot of what Joan Rivers was doing was kind of you know the self-deprecation you know um (laughs) was uh 
was you know kind of there she she told there's a really great documentary called a piece of work probably one of the most honest showbiz documentaries because it's raw it's not pretty you know she she goes into everything the husband's suicide johnny carson when she got the late night show and he slammed the phone down never spoke to her again never okay and um but no it was it was an interesting um observation you know um what did she tell she said this one joke you know her her life was jokes you know and she and she talks about that and um um what's the one i i had it but then you know like you have it and then you lose it um <laughs> i can't remember now i just can't but no it was it was a good documentary it was informative it was it was joan rivers that i mean she had this really you know she had that calendar and if the calendar was white that i mean that's how she would say she'd be like you know last year was a very difficult year i was doing here you go the bronx at 3 30 in the afternoon and then and then she pulls and then her manager is like when he'll give her a date you know to book a date and she said let me get my sunglasses on because the calendar was so white you know and she's and then she's like look at this this calendar is so white if my calendar my book ever looked like this it would mean that everything i did in life didn't work that nobody cared yeah that's 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 fear to her you know um but it was a good documentary you know but yeah she was a controversial figure you know she told some jokes toward the end of her life where it's like oh god um and i remember some of them i don't think i can repeat any of them um she told a joke in the documentary um where she said and the, the, as mike wallace famously said these are her words not mine um she was like you know, I don't like kids. The only kid I liked would have liked is Helen Keller because she didn't talk. And she said that. And so this one man shouts out, it's not funny if you have a deaf son. And so she went off on him. And then she later apologized. You know, and I thought, oh, my God. So, yeah, she was a controversial figure. She did say some things about Michelle Obama that were very controversial that I'm not going to repeat. Um, you know... She was, I guess, a Republican. With Joan Rivers, I don't know. I really don't know. Um, you know, it's hard to say. She had a big gay following. So, I mean, she knew better. She knew not to fuck with them. She knew not to fuck with the gays. They'll ruin her. Look what they did to... What's her name? Um, I can't even remember her name, so maybe that's a good thing. Anita Bryant. Look what they did to Anita Bryant. You know? She says all that shit. No hairdresser, no hairdresser is gonna work on that bitch. Come on, come on. So, Young Rivers wasn't stupid, you know. Um, as for the cast, the Fox News, I don't know. It's hard. It's hard to say, you know. Um, but yeah, I don't want to make this all about Joan Rivers. 
some some of the stuff she says is funny i i will say that and then some of it i'm like okay where is the remote change it right now you know i mean i i take great humor in saying that when i talk into this microphone sometimes i have to put it all the way to my mouth you know and so that can conjure up a lot of feelings right now um i earlier was watching this elvis um concert and i'm not a big elvis fan i know people who love elvis who would take their bra off for elvis okay that's a little disturbing but you know i love to piss people off when i say yeah i know about elvis and i know about the four british elvis presleys that he inspired in fact, that's what they called them when they came through JFK in 1964. What do you, you hear about the press saying that you're nothing but a bunch of British Elvis Presleys? It's not true. But you know what they did is they basically, when they ascended, Elvis descended into movies. But, um, you know, they, they had respect for him. I love what Paul McCartney said. Paul McCartney was like, you know, the first time we met Elvis... That was the first time I saw a channel, cha- a, a remote control, a channel changer. I thought that's pretty cool, but you know we couldn't hang with him because he had an entourage. It was just the four of us and Brian Epstein, which is true. They couldn't hang with Elvis because, like Elvis and Michael Jackson, who bought the Beatles songs, yeah, he they had entourages, hangers on. Let me get that for you, Elvis. Let me get you a few quaaludes and a fried chicken. Yeah, like that really was going to help him. And, you know, sadly enough, and people don't want to admit this, Elvis died taking a shit. That's what happened. But see, there's there's a scientific thing to that. Um, one of my friends, her father was a heart surgeon. And she told me that a lot of people would laugh at that, you know, and be embarrassed that, okay, Elvis died on the toilet. But see... Um, there's a connection to all that and he had heart disease so I guess he pushed too hard you know and boom so it wasn't really the fried peanut butter banana sandwich that killed him okay it's it's rock and roll mythology it's like mama Cass saying that the hand she choked on the ham sandwich we all know that not to be true she had a heart attack she shouldn't have been eating all those ham sandwiches you know um but yeah it's it's controversial you know it's like you know, um, what happened to Karen Carpenter was sad, but she should have hung out with Mama Cass. She could have eaten those ham sandwiches, you know, just like, here, Mama Cass, you're not going to eat that. I'll take that from you right now, right off your hands. You won't have to feed it to the dog, okay? Yeah, like I said, it's it's Friday night. We're getting, you know, it's, I like doing the speaker because then it makes me feel like I'm on stage. Um, something I don't think I'll ever do. I'd have to grab my nuts to to do that. I'm not ready to do it. My cousin did stand up and it's like, okay, you know, I've been studying Bill Hicks, but it's, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. So, you know, with the Dr. Zeus podcast, I just try to, I just try to do, um, interesting entertainment. Um, and so, but yeah, um, I'm recording this one concert because after Elvis, and here's the interesting thing back to Elvis. You know who used to sing back up for Elvis Presley? Mama Whitney, and that's Sissy Houston. And in fact, Sissy Houston said that Elvis called her squirrely. You know, so they were singing background for Aretha, 
um, I think it was the Sweet Inspirations. Um, they were doing background for Elvis, for Van Morrison, you know. And so when Whitney had that voice, Sissy didn't want her going to the music industry because she knew what the music industry was about: sex, drugs, rock and roll. But you know, Whitney, Whitney had her fun with that. Um, you know, I mean, you think of the Diane Sawyer interview where she says that, you know, she'd lived it, you know, hey, it's a business, sex, drugs, and rock and roll. We're rock and rollers. And I'm thinking, okay, Whitney, you're not a rock and roller. <laughs> Although she did have, you know, some, some guitars on, um, I get so emotional and yes, she's going into the rock and roll hall of fame. They're not going to do an induction or an induction, <laughs> but they're going to do like a TV special of the rock and roll hall of fame and all of the people that are getting inducted like Depeche Mode, Nine Inch Nails, Motorhead didn't get in, nor did Judas Priest. Here's my theory now. Rob Halford is going to release that biography. I think they're going to get in if the Hall of Fame people read that biography. They're going to be like, you know what? We want to make a statement. We want to put in Judas Priest. You know, I remember in college, I was listening to Judas Priest and my professor, she's so funny. She says, you're listening to them? They're kind of dark. And I said, oh, yeah, they're kind of dark, you know. Okay. But um, about a year ago, um, next week, I saw Iron Maiden. Now, they're really dark and theatrical, very heavy metal thrash hard rock whatever and i remember my aunt my aunt had seen kiss i'm not a big kiss fan and she was talking about how she had seen kiss and i said well you know i'm gonna see a a band that's harder than kiss who i said iron maiden and i played her one of their songs and she looks at me and she says i'm scared for you and i thought thank god i didn't play her 666 the number of the beast she would be going and getting the holy water oh my god he's gonna go and see that band and i remember when i took my friend to see iron maiden and his you know someone in his family didn't like them because he thought they were she thought they were devil worshipers it's like oh give me a break it's rock and roll there's no severed heads on stage Anton LaVey is not going to come out and bless everybody. Get a grip. Jeez. That's that's some conservatives for you. You know, they 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 get overly milky, you know, uh, Amish milkmaid, and they're like, "Oh my god, it's 666." It it's rock and roll. It's theatrical. Look at Black Sabbath. Come on. Get real. Get real. It's rock and roll. Even Ozzy Osbourne said, you know, he was like, you know, we thought it was strange that people would go to the movies to get scared. So we thought, why don't we rock, write some songs and scare the shit out of people? And that's what they did. So, you know, it's about the theatrics. I even had a friend who said to me, and I quote, I will not go see Tool because they have a pentagram. No, they don't have a pentagram. Get real. But then again, if you study it, it's not all bad. I had a friend in college who was a witch. Okay? She's not a bad person. And, you know, if if I wanted her to put a curse on somebody, I'd ask her. 
I mean, she didn't put a curse on them, though, because then she would warn me and say, you know, what how, what you do three times three will come back to you. I thought, yeah, I don't want that. Because karma is a bitch. I don't want that. I don't want it. So, you know, but yeah, it's funny. Rock and roll gets a bad rap. Heavy metal, you know, like Slayer. You look at the guys from Slayer. It's just music. They don't believe that shit. Come on, get real. Get real. You know. Um, but the rock and roll mythology, you know, like Led Zeppelin with the dead shark. Um, you know, it's not mythology is Ozzy did really bite the head off of a dove. Not the, not the bat first. Eventually he did bite the head off the bat and then he had to get rabies shots. Not, not, not kidding right there. It's actually true. He's confirmed it. But what happened was, is that him and Sharon, Sharon, they went to, columbia records and and columbia did not want ozzy on the on the record on the the label and so he brought some doves as a gesture of peace and so sharon osborne i you know she's like so we go to the a&r and he brings these doves as gesture of peace and he takes one out of his pocket and everyone like oh it's so lovely it's so beautiful and then he takes the dove and he puts it in his mouth and he bites the head off. Yeah. And he talks about, you know, there's a carcass with no head just flapping around on the table and people are throwing up and screaming. <laughs> so then he, they asked him to leave. So then he's in the reception area and he takes another dove out and bites the head off of that one. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure PETA doesn't like that Aussie story, you know cruelty to animals but as i said it's friday night what else can we do and this is not a typical friday night we're not out going to the 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 beach okay so as always unpleasant dreams and it's all you know it's only rock and roll 